Tune in to the hottest sports talk show on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Join us weekdays at 7 p.m. Stories about players and coaches of all levels. We make it easy to talk sports. Never had it so good. Sports Talk Radio. We are live tonight, and we're going to talk with athletic trainers um, here soon. Coach Adams, Coach Ringo, Coach Hawkins, and Coach Horton are going to join us soon. But until then, I want to talk to my co-host, Duck Riley. How are you, sir? Doing well, Princess. Uh, as usual, glad to be on. Uh, hope, yeah. Hoping my homeboy can get on tonight. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting on Tim Morris to, to get in with us here. A shout-out to D-Man. I see him on here now. I also want to just say, again, a shout-out to Chris Demarest, Coach Chris Demarest, who was on last night. We talked recruiting. We got, had a lot of great questions, and he didn't even he didn't shy away from them. And I ducked, you know, even when I asked, hey, sometimes do the parents <laughs> kind of mess it up? <laughs> and I heard you chuckle just a little bit. And he said, no, you know, it never went that far. But, you know, you can kind of see when that was happening. Your thoughts about last night, Doug? It was a good one for me. Yeah, you know, uh, like you said, D-Man came on and asked good questions, yourself, uh, Tim. And, you know, mm-hmm. what was important, I wanted the listeners to understand the process of, you know, going into the school, what does the letters mean, uh, how how do you get uh, an offer, and, what, and when you do get the offers, what what are they looking for? You know, can you lose your offer? What what yeah. are they looking for when you come on your visit? You know, a number of different things that I thought would be beneficial for not only the ones getting ready to go to college, but the future uh, college athletes. Yeah, you know, and I don't know who was it that asked, you know, um, about when the coaches are really hot on your trail and then they're not. You know, he he didn't really mix any words. That means he, they found somebody better. And, you know, there's somebody else on their board that they like better. He didn't sugarcoat it for anybody. And and, and, I, and I like that part about Coach Jimmer. Oh, yeah. He he wanted to, you know, he, he always he's always been truthful. We had a great relationship when he used to recruit uh, Willenboro High School when he was at Rutgers University. You know, I – even though I was the AD, he would always stop by to uh, mm-hmm. talk to the kids, talk, talk to my secretary, uh, go up the hallway, talk to the guidance counselor. You know, he talked to a number of different people about these individuals, and, you know, he's thorough. He was, he did his homework. Yeah, Coach, before we get everybody in here, when a, when a head coach shows up, um, that means there's somebody in your building or it's, Somebody that's playing for you that's pretty good, correct? Oh, when the head coach shows up, yeah, he's not going to show up just to be showing up. So exactly. unless you have a, a special relationship with him that you you guys known each other over the years or something like that, but normally he's coming in to get that player. Is is all players depending on how many you got that could probably fit that program. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to open up the mics here. I didn't get any any phone numbers from oh. you, Duck, but I think we it's okay. I think we got everybody in here. I'm going to open up mics, and then I'm going to welcome in Coach Adams. Do we have you with us? Yes, I'm here. Great, great. Thank you for being on, Coach Ringo. Do we have you with us? Coach Hawkins, do we have you with us? I am here. Awesome. Thank you for being on. And Coach Horton, do we have you with us? Yes, ma'am. I'm here. Awesome. Awesome. So the only one I didn't hear from Duck is Coach Ringo. Um, I didn't hear his voice. So we'll get started, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, I'm getting ready to the text him. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Duck, as I put on my page, today is August 1st. That means... This month, there will be some college football. I'm excited about that. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I may not be pleased by the middle of October, but I'm still going to cheer for my team and then get on the 14th. And what team would would that be, uh, Princess? Duck, I'm not ashamed to say it. I'm a Florida Gator, born and raised. 
like I said, um, the sun is orange and the sky is blue. God is a Gator fan. Oh, boy. Okay. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for me to get started, man. So uh, I want I want to start off with uh, Coach Hawkins. Uh, Coach Hawkins, uh, kind of introduce yourself to the listeners, and then give us a, a little bit of your background uh, about Coach Hawkins. All right. Good evening, everybody. Uh, Coach Zach Hawkins. I am. Uh, Initially a Floridian, I migrated to Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, went to high school here, Harding University High School. Went off and uh, played some college football and ran track at uh, Liberty University. And then I moved on to Florida National University. Uh, got my master's. And and then I, I started coaching immediately, coaching, you know, everything from prep school to JUCO to a uh, professional in Europe, and I am, and I've been training athletes from across from uh, football, track and field, field hockey, lacrosse, uh, and basketball athletes. Uh, and my, you know, I got my business, uh, Zap Athletic Performance. Been running that since 2014. Uh, I am currently the uh, Head track coach and defense coordinator at Harlem University High School, my alma mater. And okay, um, happy happy to be here with everybody. Okay, uh, Zip, if somebody is listening to the show, uh, how can they how can they reach out to you? I am on all social media platforms. Coach Zap Hawkins, uh, is an easy DM, um, or y'all can. Call my business line, 803-813-419-8457. And I can, you can get in contact with me either way. With Coach Zap Hawkins on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I'm on it. All right, telephone number one more time because you went, you, you went pretty fast for him. Okay, 813-419-8457, 813 813- Four one nine eight four five seven. You can email me at Coach Zap at zapinittowinit.com. I n i t two w i n i t dot com. Okay, uh, Coach Adams. Same same question, Coach Adams. Uh, you know, uh, tell us, give us your name and stuff, and just kind of give us a little bit of your background before we get into all the questions. So, first and foremost, appreciate everybody for having me on. Uh, Coach Riley, appreciate you. Uh, Zach, appreciate you as well. I see you keep doing your thing. Um, I'm Justin, Coach Justin Adams. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. I uh, went to East Med High School. Um, I am the owner of Impact Speed Training. I've been training for a couple of years now. I'm going to my, to my third year. Um, I'm also the track coach at Charlotte Christian uh, off the Charlotte's Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, you can follow me on all of social media at Impact Speed Training. That's I M P A C T Training Speed Training at Gmail dot com or or any social media platform is Impact Speed Training as well. Uh, that's email. Uh, that's also the website as well as Instagram and Twitter. Impact Speed Training. Um, yeah, ready to get into it. Ready to get into it. Um, what was next? What was the other question? My bad. I'm sorry. No, no, they, you you kind of summed it up. And, and if you have a telephone number to give them, that would be great, too. Oh, telephone, you can reach me at 704-905-3073. Um, but like I said, the best best way to reach me is probably uh, through any social media platform, which is Impact Speed Training. Um, I'm always available, so just hit me up, and I'll, I'll get back to you. Okay, uh Princess Ringo should be on, but I'm going to uh, go to uh, Coach Horton right now. Introduce yourself, Coach Horton. Give us a little bit of your background. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. Thank you, Mr. Raleigh, for having me on. Uh, my name is Mike Horton. Uh, I'm from Gary, West Virginia. Uh currently reside in Bluefield, West Virginia. Um, I play college football, Concord University. Um, since that time, um, 
I started my I started coaching after I played ball. Started I went all the way through the ranks from uh, Pee Wee League, junior high school, uh, and then I got to the high school level uh, about 2010 at my alma mater, Mount View High School down in Welch. Um, and um, I had a mentor at that time named David Callahan, who was a, a local football star and police officer in my town. He took me under his wing, and and we began on this powerlifting journey. He introduced me to, to the powerlifting game, and then we became the strength coach coaches for Mount View High School. Um, since that time, I, I moved on. I had a pretty extensive powerlifting uh, career, and then um, – my last seven years, I've been coaching at another local high school in Virginia, Graham High School, and I'm the strength and conditioning coach there. Um, I'm, I look at myself as a, a mentor uh, for the area. I, um, I'm involved. There's two high schools that border each other right here, Bluefield High School and this high school. I'm at Graham High School. Uh, I touch all the kids in the area. Uh, I do a lot of personal training and, and mentoring for for both kids and, and, and just the general community. So that's what I do. Okay. Uh, uh, if you want to get in touch with me, I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Instagram also. You can see a lot of my work on, on both of those platforms. I post videos almost daily of training, my workout, <laughs> the kids that I work out. Uh, also, you can reach me at my phone number, 304-809-1737. Okay, uh, Coach Orton. All right, next up, uh, so Gringo, same thing. Tell us a little bit about your history. Uh, give us your name and, and and break it down for us. How you doing today, everybody? I'm uh, Jonathan Ringo, Jr. Um, I'm from Willingboro, New Jersey, um, by way of Camden, New Jersey, as well. Um, I got my start in uh, football starting at uh, Willingboro High School where uh, – Coach Riley served as the athletic uh, director there, also as a, you know, wonderful mentor to me. Um, I probably wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for him, and there's no probably, actually. That's actually the truth. So um, <laughs> um, graduating uh, high school, I was um, got a full ride to a Division II school off of four, year, off of, off of four games. My senior year, I had um, an injury uh, that, that, that displaced me, so I was, you know, a D1 hopeful, but Landed at a D2 after four games my senior year, and that was West Virginia Wesleyan, where I was a running back on scholarship there. Um, 35-year coach, retired from there. I headed to Shaw University, uh, which is in Raleigh, North Carolina, basically down the street from NC State. It's about you know 14 schools in a 10-mile radius there as well. Um, once I got there, I transferred over to the defensive side of the ball, and I served as a uh, uh, rover, nickel, star, slot, you know, safety, you know, it's a million and one terms for that. Um, it's kind of where I got my start on the defensive side. And since then, uh, and that was, you know, 2009, um, won the CIAA Conference Championship. In 2010, we uh, had the chance to play on ESPN as well. Um, I had some experience in the D2 playoffs, uh, deep in D2 playoffs, playing against teams like Shepard and Concord as well, with me being at West Virginia and seeing him in the playoffs at Shaw. Um, I got my uh, start in the coaching directly after graduating from Shaw. Um, I was allotted the opportunity to be a GA for a brief time, brief amount of time, um, under tutelage of Robert Massey, a former NFL player. Um, so I, I kind of that's where I got my start with coaching. But uh, I was still, you know, chasing, you know. The, the the glitz or the the, fame, the the opportunity to play pretty much so me I got thrusted into training from working out at NC State every day those players started to see me and they started to work out with me and working out with me turning in, turned into me actually training them so I kind of got thrusted into it uh, in 2015 I left um, North Carolina Raleigh North Carolina after being there for seven years and beginning my training down there which is run with Ringo Athletics uh, came back to New Jersey and. I began my career as well through the ranks of Pee Wee um, as well. I came back up here and tapped right back into the um, to the community. I started with the, the, the youngest I could. You know, I intentionally started with the youngest guys I could. I got to 70-pounders and grew from there and probably spent about one or two years down there, and I was right in the high school because a lot of the coaches kind of already knew what I did. Um, I'll fast forward a little bit for you guys. I'm a 
uh, movement specialist, but I specialize in running backs and DBs, of course, as you can and can assume. I have a you know a great deal of clients. Like I, I train kids from little league all the way to NFL. I have uh, multiple NFL clients as well, CFL, USFL clients. Um, so a lot of those guys consider me a DB specialist out here in this area. I also travel a lot with my seven on seven organization called Next Level Greats or NLG for short term. Um, we've put upwards to uh, we're going on eleven. We put upwards to six hundred plus kids in college since I've joined the organization upon my arrival back here. We also travel the country um, and, and host tournaments in in, uh, in the seven on seven field. I'm not sure if any of you are familiar with that. Um, but we see, you know, guys of the likes of Cam Newtons and the Thomas Davis and Adam Pacman. We play against all the top talents. So, um, I also we also even play against Travis Hunter. I'm sure you guys know him. All of the top guys, we, you know, my guys up here pretty much face. So, with me coming back to New Jersey, my goal was to bring uh, a bigger spotlight to New Jersey because a lot of people frown upon the football up here in, the, in those larger states, um, whether whether we may want to believe it or not, but. Um, that's pretty much what I do. And now I also have a personal training facility uh, out here in Willingboro, New Jersey, in the Country Club Plaza called Functional Fitness. And um, there uh, is pretty much my hub. I'm there with two partners. One is strictly a strength and conditioning coach. I have another one that is strictly a basketball coach that holds uh, basketball records at Markler State University in New Jersey. And I handle all of the football there. So that makes my team now. And I also want to thank Coach Riley for everything. Um, you know, just in front of everybody, I think to myself, but wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for him. So, thank you, Coach. <clears throat> no problem. Oh, no problem, Ringo. Can you? Can, yeah, give us give the information how people can get a hold of you. Okay, uh, a lot of my workouts, uh, as well as um, you know, my trainings on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram, you can catch me at Run with Ringo. That's R U N W I T H R I N G O. Um, and on Facebook, all right, my name is J.R., as in the first name, and my last name, Ringo. But I also have um, a website, which is, you know, Run With Ringo as well. Um, know everything spelled correctly. It's R-U-N-W-I-T-H-R-I-N-G-O, you know, dot com. Um, and if you would like to get in contact with me, you can use any one of those platforms, as well as my telephone number. That is 856, the area code, 856 
So if you're not if you're not on, uh, mute your phone, please. Okay, okay Coach. Um, yes, sir. Um, uh, coaching. I, well, I always, you know, I grew up around sports, so I just knew as a kid I was going to do something with, with sports. Uh, my major, I knew my major in college was going to be sports medicine or sports management. <laughs> yeah, I knew it was going to be something with sports. I or, you know, I said either I'm going to be taping ankles or I'm going to be an agent or something. I'm, I got to, I got to be around this sports thing. I just knew that as a you know as a youth as a kid so um my dad was a coach i was always around you know it, it i mean as soon as i got out of college i i i jumped right into coaching uh so i cause it's something that i already knew that i wanted to do um the training aspect uh came from me having kids uh well one i was like i said i was a two-sport athlete so having Having kids that that uh, you say like football athletes that didn't quite know how to run, and I'm like I knew as a coach that like, if I just teach him how to run, I can get him a faster forty, and when he go to camp, so he can get this scholarship. So it came from that, just like noticing kids what they were lacking in, and wanting to give them that so they can go, you know, chase their dreams or you know secure scholarships and and then organically it grew from there like uh you know whether i'm taking when you know when i'm the the coach at prep school but i'm taking kids to go train them putting them on the agility ladders putting them on the hill and taking them through just running workouts track workouts you know uh so they can get their speed uh and you know intact and then just from there just you know keep on going and then like i say i get into high school sports uh you know i ran track and played football so I'm always going to, you know, be around that, uh, you know, coaching aspect and then just giving the kids my knowledge even when the track work because I was a decathlete, so I did about everything. So whether you need the hurdle or you need to throw the shot put or you need to do the high jump or the long jump, I'm always coaching. And then just from that, like, you know, you know, a lot of those events, there's not a lot of coaches that specialize in those areas, whether say like the hurdles, the high jump or throws. So, organically I'm you know I became a trainer in that area and you know had you know sent just as many high school uh track athletes to school as I did football kids so organically you know that I can I became a trainer because of the coaching and and I became a coach because like I said that's just some you know my dad was a coach I had the opportunity to coach my little brother on the same staff with my dad and co- we co-DC so it was just like I just something that's something that I always knew I was gonna be around was uh being sports and coaching though. Okay, uh Coach Horton, you you talked about the power lifting uh with you and Callahan who's a, a great guy, a good friend of mine. Uh what how how hard is it to get uh the kids to buy in to the power lifting which is separate from basically your strength and conditioning program. Um, well, it's really not that hard because they they get a chance to see me. They see me do it. They know that's what I do. It's a part of my life. And, and with the social media platforms, I mean, that they, they, they see my videos. So, so it's easy for them to be inspired to want to get into that when, when they actually see the, the coach doing it, so it's and and it, and it really is a thing that inspires me to continue to to work and and continue to uh, try to be a better powerlifter even at my age. I'm still into it uh, because the kids inspire me and therefore I inspire them. So it goes hand in hand. It's pretty easy actually, and and I think it's it gives me a hand up on a lot of other coaches. Okay, uh, Coach Adams. You know, same question. You know, you hear what uh, you know, Coach Ringo said, and Coach Horton and Coach uh, Hawkins. You're feeling on that. Oh uh, well, so the way I got into coaching, man, I honestly, man, I didn't really, I honestly didn't uh, plan on coaching. That. that was a funny thing. Um, kind of just happened over COVID. My 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 dream was to actually be a NFL scout coming out of uh, coming out of college. Um, that just didn't happen, but. 
during COVID, you know, I was kind of I was working at the Sportsplex, and then I was I was training myself because um, everything was shut down, so everybody would come out there to kind of train, and I I was out there, uh, you know, get my workout in. I used to have kids come in and jump in to the workouts, and you know, they were like, "Yo, why don't you just train?" And I was like, you know, I didn't really think about it. I was like, I hear them, but I wasn't really wanting to go down that path. And then I, I got a call, literally like a couple weeks later, from a coach. He wanted me to come in and uh, fill in one of his uh, and shadow one of his classes. Uh, track coach, uh, Coach Jet out there, uh, Jones Lee trainer. I see uh, a coach on him now, Charlotte Christian. Um, and you know, I kind of like what I was doing. Um, and I had another call a week later from the late uh, Robert Forsey, rest his soul. Um, it was at East Mech. He he let me come out there and help out with the DVs, and he also told me I had a feature in it. So. Again, like I said, it was never really a passion of mine to really to really do. But you know, after hearing the feedback from those from the kids and those coaches, you know, I kind of just you know, what I mean, took a shot with it um, during COVID and uh, ended up making my my business name, wrote down my plans, and here we are, uh, two and a half years later. Okay, um, now that you and now that you're involved in it. Uh, Coach, where, where, where do you see this going? Uh, where would you like for it to go? Uh, I'm gonna take it as far as possible, man. Like I said, I really didn't, I didn't really plan on, on, on doing this. So you know, I, the sky's the limit to me. You know, I'm, I'm learning something new every day, I'm meeting new people every day. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's the sky's the limit, man. I really don't have any limitations on, on where I could take this. Um, uh, like I said, I'm starting off in Charlotte, North Carolina, but hopefully we can grow it. Uh, all the way through the states, and then you know, take it across the country. Um, but right now, we're just trying to. I'm trying to teach people how to actually run. You know, I mean, that's that's the main thing with me. Just, uh, but not only just run, just be a better athlete. Because I mean, at the end of the day, um, these, these coaches they want to see athletes. So it's not it's not too, too much about the position that you're playing. It's about okay, can you can you move? Can you can your hips move? Do you have a fast switch? Do you know the? Do you know how to get the max velocity? Do you have the right form? Do you have the right technique? So just te- just trying to teach the uh, the technique uh, across. Across the world, man. That's 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 the main thing, the main goal is to make better athletes. Okay, uh, Coach Hawkins. Same questions. Uh, where, where do you see yourself? Where, where, this, where is this? Where is this? Where are you trying to go with this? I um, I always be telling uh, Jessica. We always talk. I said, uh, and I'm trying. I'm trying to be uh, coaching from. Coaching from an iPad in four years, man. I'm trying to digitize all my stuff uh, <laughs> and be and be coaching like all the videos digitized, and I'm gonna be retired and I can sell the program. I'm I'm be out of here. I'm I'm not trying to be on no field in four years. Um, that that's you know that's as far as just on the field coaching uh, or training, shall I say? Training, shall I say? Um, you know, coaching. I probably always be a coach because you know just you know just some you know just being around the student athletes and stuff uh i got i got a couple of ideas that uh you know i gotta get some patents on and, and and creating some sports performance products that that can help athletes you know around the world so that that's why i see it just continue to grow my brand um and and, and you know get it grow out you know and grow that as big as it can get as far as with merchandising and all and, and, and things along that line. But uh, as far as coaching, uh, uh, training, I, I, I'm I'm be uh, I'm hanging up the cleats on that. And then just coaching, I'll probably still be coaching somewhere. But I'll have a couple of products on the market though that can help athletes. Okay, uh, Coach Ringo, same question. Where, where where are you going with this, or where are you trying to take it? Uh, well, to be honest, I look forward to being, or I'm looking towards being one of the, you know, top trainers in the country. That's, that's how I plan on viewing myself. Um, as they spoke on it, uh, I'll be digitizing my things as well. I'm actually in the process of creating the ebook right now. Um, I'm also going to, you know, continue. Coach, hold on, hold, hold on one second. If you're not, if you're not on, please uh, mute your phone. You need to mute your phone. So we can hear the other person talking. Go ahead, uh, Coach Ringo. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem, no problem. Um, uh, like I said, I'm gonna, you know, be, just as they spoke on with with monetizing their products, um, I'll be. I'm actually in the process of creating an ebook right now. Um, I'm also going to continue 
staying with and staying with my 707 organization that uh you know we kind of put a lot of kids into college we change a lot of families lives so you know that whole that's kind of near and dear to me so i like to i'm going to continue to you know grow with that and continue to get these guys into college that the best way i can on that side of things because you know there's a training aspect with of helping them get to college and then there's actually the you know, the footwork, the groundwork part that comes with it, putting these guys in front of these coaches because a lot of them, like I said, don't travel to New Jersey. Um, so um, what, we, what, we, what we do is and what I'm going to continue to do is get these guys on a national spectrum um, in front of the top talent um, performing uh, and, and excelling and, like I said, bringing the spotlight back to New Jersey um, and as well as um, building um, a, a, my own personal facility at some point. So, a goal, a large goal of mine is to have like you know like an indoor uh, football field, just like not even that large, not even a full football field, maybe fifty by fifty by fifty or something like that, just where guys can come and you know get some work because it's not as easy to go to a um, an indoor field or or a football field as it is to a basketball court and get some work. Um, you know, there, there's there's things that come with with those fields if you do see them like parks, you gotta. You gotta reserve your own, reserve some space if you wanted to go to a park and things like that. So, I want to kind of give the kids in my um, in my hometown or, or my area, you know, the things that I didn't have that I know would have helped me when I was at their age. And that goes for the guys that actually want this because you can't force football on anybody. You know, you gotta gotta kind of want this because it's a daily grind and it's and it's not easy by no means. Um, there's gonna be a million and one times where you where you, where you doubt yourself. But uh, those are a few of the goals uh, that I have for myself and, you know, a few of the places that I see myself going. Uh, before it's all said and done, I'll be one of the top trainers in the country if, I don't, if I'm not already one of those guys now. But, you know, of course I feel that way. Okay. Uh, Coach Horton, same, same question. Um, in the near future, I definitely plan on growing my brand, um, I'm, I currently do some um, personal training. I, I work with, with kids. I work with women. I uh, work with athletes. But most of my work right now is, is with my high school football team. And I, I definitely enjoy that aspect. But I, I'm into the groundwork, man. I want to be on the ground here in my area. There's a lot of disadvantaged kids here. Uh, I really want to, to reach out to those kids and get them the training that they need so that they can get opportunities on the other end. Uh, right now, I, I do most of my training from the local community center. In the near future, definitely want to have my own training facility at some point. So that that's that's my future. Okay, I want to stay right with you because, you know, you, you train athletes, and, and it's not only just football. Uh, do you have to set up your programs differently for each sport? How, how does that work? Yeah, definitely. Uh, the the programs are personalized to to the sport. Um, we definitely have to. The the one of the main things that I do, and this is the overall with all athletes, is we want to bring up their weak points. Anything that's weak, we want to bring it up a body part, a, a lift. So that's general. But to each uh, sport, definitely is personalized. I work with basketball players. I work with baseball players and I work with football players. So, you know, it's a wide spectrum of exercises and uh, training programs that I have access to. So everything definitely is personalized to the sport or the goal that you're after. Okay. Uh, I want to bring Coach Hawkins back in because you have uh, the cross and field hockey and all of that stuff. So, how different are your programs for for the young ladies than they are for the men? Um, well, um, one of the foundationary, you know, things that everybody has to do and you know, across most majority of sports is run. Uh so, you know, teaching teaching kids how to run correctly, that you know, that's just a or you know, not kids but athletes in general, just you know, some you know, let's say from the babies to the pros, most don't even know how to run. I don't been to the NFL combine and jokers still don't know how to run. So, so that's that's just a you know that's a cross uh, sport thing. And one of the other coaches said it earlier about movement. Uh, 
you know, cleaning up the way an athlete moves, uh, changing direction, you know, most of those are, uh, uh, you know, they, they, they the same, they're similar across uh, most sports, you know, learning how to, uh, you know, decelerate uh, and then accelerate, you know, properly, uh, you know, all of those things are cross sports. And then you just get into whether, you know, whether they got a stick in their hand or, you know, you, you just tailor it towards whatever they do and they, uh, you know, in their sport, you know, uh, but uh, offensive movement, it, a, a lacrosse player when they on attack trying to attack a goal, it can look very similar to a football player with a ball in their hand when they're trying to make moves. So, is if you if you just once you study the movements of the sport, you, you know it is it's it's not hard to uh, to teach the different uh, aspects, you know, the different movements of the sport. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. But you know, I know you have possibly some ladies working with you. And some guys, do you change it up? That's what I'm trying to get to. Okay, I mean, there's a skill. Yeah, there's a, a skill level, but uh, I try to uh, push them on the edge of that threshold. Like, so if they, the ladies, I would try to to get them as close as the closest to being, you know, as quick or as fast as a male athlete would, and I train them to that level because that's you know, that level will, will help them dominate in their, you know, when they go back to playing with other girls. So, um, so, so I guess I would train. I train all of them the same. If that, was, if that's the answer, uh, I would train all of them the same. But I, I do understand what you're saying. Um, but if they know how to cut and change directions, like you know, just like a, you know, a NFL running back would. They definitely gonna kill kill them little girls when they go back out there on the field with them. <laughs> uh, and, and then even like I said, if they even if they're defenders, just uh, being able to cover. Like I said, I got a young lady. Uh, uh, you know, she's a lacrosse player down at Lander University, and she and you know she came in. She get she's a one defensive player of the year. You know, accolades. Uh, you know, back to back years, and just because the movements and stuff that you know we we go over and we rehearse, and and now she able to cover. You know, even kids that may be more athletic, whatever, but just you know how to move and transition well, uh, to stay on top of athletes. But yeah, so I don't I don't differentiate that training. Uh, if they if they can if their body can do it, I'm a, I'm gonna push it and get it up out of them. So um, if not, we're gonna develop and get them to where they can do it though. Okay, uh, Coach Adams, uh, same question. I know you guys train different athletes. Uh, uh, are you are your programs different for for each athlete, or, or just for the group that you're working with? Uh, well, people come to me; they come to me to run. So, I, I mean, everybody has a different skill level, skill set. So, you know, you got to tailor the workout to that actual individual, actual athlete. Um, so, you know, we start off with the strength training portion. If they're weak in certain areas. We try to build hold that strength up. Hold again. Now. You got to mute, you, you gotta mute yeah. your phone if you're not on, please. And if uh, someone has their phone on speaker, yeah, we got to get it off of that. The feedback is enormous. Thank you. Appreciate you guys. Like I was saying, though, yeah, if, 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 the, if the athlete needs development in certain areas, you know, we try to develop that area to where the point to where they have strength, and then we get into the actual running. So, the, the doesn't matter if it's a, a basketball player or uh, or a football player. If he's coming to me to try to learn how to run faster, we're going to still go through that same level of strengthen, strengthening, and then we're going to strengthen up the deficiencies of that of that athlete, and then we're going to get into the actual uh, the movement part, uh, process. Now, I will I, like for a football player, I might have him do more. You know, he'll, he's going to have on cleats when he when he's running. He's doing his workout. The basketball player, they're not going to have on cleats. So that's pretty much the difference in the workout. But uh, as far as movements, um, yeah, we pretty much we pretty much build up to the same movements. Now, I will with basketball people, I will will do more, you know, lateral, you know, side to side, uh, quick touch and go type of movements versus a football player. But um, as far as like uh, the balance and you know the core strength and um, things of that nature, um, it's pretty much the basics are all the same. The basics are all the same. Okay, uh, Coach Ringo. Yes, sir. 
Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, Coach. Okay, yeah. Uh, just the, the basics, you know, you're finding some kids with weaknesses and the ones with the strength. And how, how do you guys kind of break it up where you can, uh, since you're working with groups, how can you break it up where you can uh, attack those weaknesses and also able to work with these other young men or women? Okay, so with that, um, I have a mo- I have a multitude of ways I do it. So we do group trainings, um, and you know, then we'll at at times we'll go individually as well. So with when I'm actually training instead of just coaching, when I'm actually training is a little bit different. Um, I can actually tap into like the the, the small nuances. I'm very, I'm a very very uh, detail oriented individual, and when it comes to training, I'm very meticulous. So uh, I have clients that may think they have done something, you know, good. And my job is to find, you know, where they're wrong at or where their weakness is, and that's what we harp on. We don't work on our strengths. I don't even, like, like if I know a guy can speed, a, a DB can speed turn very well, uh, he has, but he's not as fluent when it when it comes to open turning, uh, we're going to work on open turning. We're not going to work on your speed. Um also, within training uh, with male and female, because I train both, um, I do a lot of video documentation um, for good and bad purposes. Our job is to find the bad, the bad reps, and clean those up. Um, yeah, you know, we we can we can uh, celebrate, you know, the good reps and things like that. But we want to find consistent structure and you know the proper way to do things. So, when it comes to that, uh, we. we Get, it's very detailed. Like like I said, I I find the very very smallest nuances and things that that they may not even know that they're doing incorrectly. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay, uh, Tim. Yeah, um, thank you guys for being on this evening. <clears throat> did uh, did we get to Coach Adams? Uh, uh, that's where I want to go now. Um, I want to ask you. I know some of the other guys have talked about strength training and this kind of thing. Um, but uh, the question of training for endurance, uh, you, we've all run across, uh, you know, ball clubs who start off fast and then, uh, you know, they may be bigger, stronger, uh, maybe uh, just pushing guys around, but they get to the fourth quarter of a ball game and they're, they're gassed and, uh, and can't go. How important is it uh, in your training uh, for your ball club uh, and your players that you, uh, that you train them uh, for endurance uh, during the course of your training? Oh, that's and key. Is this, that's key. You, you know, you got to – Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This, this question for me. I'm sorry. I, I didn't know what it was for. I wasn't sure either. I'm sorry, boss. Coach Adams. Coach Adams. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, so, yeah, strength and uh, endurance is important, like I said, especially when it comes to running uh, or any sport because, you know, you play you play four quarters. You got to make it to all four quarters. Your 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 goal is to, you know, you don't want to drop – you don't want to drop form or anything during those four quarters. You want to be, uh, be able to run and, uh, and stay strong throughout those. So, uh yeah, strength, strength training and endurance is important. Like I said, uh, I have we do we have days we have speed days and we have days when we're going we're running for we're running for volume. Um, like I said, every day my my warm up by itself is thirty minutes long, and with with the warm up, um, it's it's pretty much a workout. So you you go, you're gonna get that volume in the workout. Um, in the in the uh, actual warm up before we even get to the workout. Um, just to build that endurance. Um. So when when it comes to where when it's time to to go to that that fourth quarter that third quarter, and uh, you're putting it all on the line and, and you got to stop, but you're still keeping that form and that technique um, while while you're um, performing. Um, so like I said, it's, it's very important. Um, like I said, endurance is is you need it in every sport. Uh, we do a lot of uh, training with uh, we do weights as well while we while we actually running. So we make sure that uh, that we're strong enough to to actually last through those four quarters and. Um, that we're keeping the, the same posture because uh, the posture is important, uh, especially when you're talking about getting fatigued. Um, you want to be able to uh, ha- have the correct posture as, as far as, uh, you know, standing up straight, tripling in a triple extending position, um, still keeping that dorsiflexes. You're still putting that foot down and, and generating force to the ground. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's key. It's big. Same question, Coach Horton. I noticed last year uh, you, you, uh, you not only train your guys for, uh, for uh, strength, but uh, I noticed in you all state championship game last year uh, in the state of Virginia, uh, you all ran up against a team which appeared to me to be much more physical than the than than the other teams that you had faced during the season. And uh, at one point in the ball game, they looked like they were giving you a little bit of problems. But your guys uh, clearly uh, appeared to be uh, physically fit, 
uh, train for endurance so that uh, going into the mid-third and fourth quarters, you, you, your guys are still going strong and, and, uh, and they were having problems with you all. Uh, talk to us about that endurance training and the importance of it. Coach Hoyt. Yes, sir. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So um, start, starting in January when off season first begins, um, the training is pretty general. We're just trying to kind of just get in it general fitness, you know, for about the first several weeks of the program. Then after that, pro, after that portion, um, I go into a strength phase. The strength phase portion, uh, we go eight weeks of strength phase. But during the strength phase, we have two days. One day we work one day of speed, the other day we work on endurance. And as we get closer into the spring and closer to the season, the priority changes from strength part, then we get to more endurance part. So uh, about eight weeks out from first day of practice, uh, the emphasis definitely goes to more endurance training. Um, we like to hit uh, first day of practice in two days, um, almost ready to go, you know. So once we get into the first couple of weeks of um, our, our regular practices, I mean, after two weeks, we're ready to play a game, and it's because we, we throw those those days in throughout our whole phase. But definitely when we get closer to play, the emphasis is on our endurance, and we just try to maintain uh, our strength throughout the whole season. And so I try to progressively – uh, overload on our training uh, with the endurance, with our running and with our sprints as the season goes. And so my plan is uh, at the end of the season, really every game, fourth quarter, we're stronger than you, and and we can, we have more endurance. We can go. That's okay. my emphasis. <laughs> okay, Coach Hawkins, uh, same question. Because uh, that, that was one of the things uh, when I played ball, I wasn't the biggest guy or the strongest guy out there, but I usually prided myself on trying to be in better shape than the, than the opponent. So that uh, you know, fourth quarter when those guys are tired, I'm still going the same speed I was at the beginning of the ball game. Uh, how, how much uh, emphasis do you put on that? I know we're kind of tight on time, so if you can kind of give me a quick answer, want to get everybody involved. All right, yeah, um, endurance. It looks different for different uh, athletes. Just just scenario, just like a, a short sprinter, their sprint endurance. I just want to see can they maintain a top end speed for uh, an extended period. So I just say we we got a hundred meter sprinter. If they can maintain a top end speed for at least thirty to forty meters, where where the other, everybody else is may, maybe doing it for twenty to thirty meters, then that shows me their sprint endurance. And then not even only that to be able to run the flights, I mean, to run the prelims and then come back in the finals and not fall off, you know, too far from, you know, your PR, your PR or, you know, to a good mark. Now, if I, if I see, like, I had a young lady, she went, she went, she snuck into the, to the uh, state championship, uh, and she was just a long jumper at, in the 100. She snuck in in the 100 because she didn't, her, the time she ran the prelims didn't fall, wasn't too far off of what she ran and uh, well, the time she ran the finals was too far off from what she ran the prelims, whereas everybody else, their times, I'm saying other schools, their times drastically dropped because they train endurance, I guess, differently than what I do. And just, just say, and that, and that endurance may look differently for a football athlete, for even a 400-meter runner. Uh, my goal is just to, just to make sure my, my athletes or a long jumper, I just want my athletes to to be as good as on the sixth rep as you were on on the first rep, uh, and and I train for that. You know, and they understand okay. when, we put in, when we put in the regiment. This is I, this is why we doing certain stuff. Uh, just to keep okay. it short, <laughs> uh, Coach Ringo. Uh, same question. Uh, how important is uh, training for endurance in uh, in what you do? Okay, so uh, training for endurance and muscular stamina, uh, that's what we lead with. That's uh, number one priority for us, even within my the high school that I coached at, being Woodrow Wilson in Camden, New Jersey, or Roman Catholic in Philadelphia, where I currently coach, as well as uh, my 707 organization, NLG. Um, we're more of a developmental-based um, group of individuals, so I deal with the same individuals across, you know, as far as coaching. 
and all of all of our thought processes are is if we are you know if we are the most conditioned or most well conditioned group we'll we'll always have the best chance to succeed you know um it's it's one thing to be athletically superior than one in um, than someone else but we we lead with and always have uh with conditioning and and we do that in a very militant way um we run uh, our practices like college you know um where there's you know very very short day periods um and we probably and we practice for six quarters as well okay uh coach Riley all right i'm going to uh turn it over uh, guys i really appreciate you guys being on and uh sharing this information with the listeners uh I'm going to turn it over to Princess because Princess, they need to know how they can hear this recording. You know what, gentlemen, you can hear this um, on Blog Talk Radio slash Never Had It So Good Sports Radio, or you can find it on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeart by tomorrow. But what I'll do is I'll leave a link for Duck Raleigh tonight within an hour, and then he can just text it to you all. Will that work? Yeah, and yep. and then Sounds there are good. a couple of you I've already um, tagged or uh, uh, followed on Twitter, so I'll post it there too. But I'll, I'll leave it with Duck here pretty soon, okay? Thank you so much. That's great. Thank All right. you. You're welcome. You're welcome, Coach Adams, Coach Ringo, Coach Hawkins, Coach Horton. Thank you for taking time out. This was awesome. We have to get you all back. Thanks, Duck. This was well well put together. I appreciate that. Tim Moore, thank you. Duck Raleigh, thank you. we got to get out of the way for Sports Talk Atlanta. We'll see you next time. Never had it so good. All right. Good night, Tom.